Mother Muffin taught my daughter that. Instead of saying fucking, she's like, because she got so mad the other day and she was like, I could tell she wanted to say it. She didn't want to say it. I just say muffin. Like, huh? I said, just say, just say it. She was like, Mother Muffin. Oh, and then she smiled. She's like, now she's like, you're muffin around. I'm like, you're crossing the line. <laughs> a line that you <laughs> that you created. Yes, I created a monster. <laughs> but it's okay. Welcome to Full Send. That's Juan. I'm Keith. You can roll that intro, then talk about marketplaces. Let's get straight to the point. This is what you do and what you don't do. No bullshit. Sugar coat when it comes to repairs and maintenance. If I use you go to full sin, no edits, cause just go to full sin. And we'll get you done right. Full sin. And we'll get you going right. Full sin. Keep it going day and night. So, what are we talking about today, Kiefer? Surviving in the age of Amazon and other big marketplaces that screw up a lot of things, but also help in a lot of ways. Other big marketplaces like who? Walmart, eBay. Um, there's some other ones out there, but those are like the ones we deal with. What's that new one? Kimu. That's one. That's, a that's new just one. AliExpress with American warehouses. Yeah. Fuckers, they're getting a lot of my money because my wife is going crazy with Timu. I had like 20 packages arrive yesterday. I'm like, what the fuck? But no, yeah. So, okay. So we are an e-commerce distribution company for the most part. We do have a little bit of walk-in. We have some wholesale accounts. That stuff aside, 90% of what we do is e-commerce, correct? Yeah. I'd say, yeah, about 90%. So there's been a huge shift over the last few years. Um, And mainly it's due to Amazon. The whole click it, add it to cart, get it in a day, two days. I would say that is an hour. I would say that is, that has shifted the mentality on buying for the whole country and probably the whole freaking world because and it happened during COVID, during 2020, 2021, when you couldn't go out nowhere. So what Amazon did was genius. Um, and they were doing it before, but it's like you said, you could order it today. You could order it at nine o'clock. And if you're in a big city, you could have it by 11. Yeah, because I know we were uh, the family. My family, we took a trip to San Antonio. And we didn't feel like going grocery shopping. We were going to be there for four days. And we literally got on Amazon. And an hour later, we had all of our groceries and some other stuff delivered to the house through that. And that, that to me, is you can f- buy groceries on Amazon. Dude, they bought out Whole Foods. Oh. So you can get, it's expensive. I mean, why not, it's Whole Foods, do, but- why not just do like Uber Eats or like. DoorDash and have them pick up your groceries. You know, I could have done that, but I wanted to use Amazon's. I'd never used it before. And I remember when we were in Dallas, um, when I lived in Dallas for a little bit, it's right when they started having the Amazon now or whatever they called their one hour delivery. Yeah. You could literally order from the where, And if it was in the warehouse, they would give it to you in about an hour. 
But that has changed the way we look at shipping times. It has. It it's and he's he's a freaking genius for doing it because it is a it's like a hate love relationship you have to have with Amazon. Um but the thing is now they're not even fulfilling the two day now. It's oh no. three to five. It's three to five even with Prime. Yes. And so what they have created has is, bit themselves in the butt. What they've created is a bunch of spoiled adults who, if they don't get their package the next day, they're throwing a fit. And with me, I used to be the same way until I got into operations. And then I saw the headaches. And I saw the, the bullshit that goes behind it. And the headaches, whether it's your fulfillment team, whether it's your shipping team, whether it's your carrier's whether it's Mother Nature and there's a storm in Florida that prevents you from your order from getting here on time. It becomes your fault. It becomes. Yeah, it's not. People always want to blame somebody. And it's kind of like with us. Our biggest issue that we have in complaints is, you know, your your axles is a large item to carry, um, especially FedEx ground. So our axles, I think even the, the largest axle is like a hundred and. 203 inches long, and that's from end of grease cap to end of grease cap. Yep. And and 300 pounds and, uh, pound, well, well the, the, the larger axles, but yeah. those. Uh, the, On the FedEx ground, you it's about 125 pounds. Um, but you got people who call and complain because the grease caps are damaged or because the wheel has a scratch on it or the axle beam itself has scratches or scuff marks. And I'm like. It's going underneath your trailer, and it's going to be used. It, you're not going to keep it. I get the fact that if you bought something new, you want to get it new, but the, these items, because they're so large, it's hard for FedEx or any carrier to keep it, you know, 100%. Well, then you have the aspect of there are ways that we could package it better, but that's going to drive up the cost because it exponentially yeah. raises that shipping and handling price. And we do free shipping, but it's going to raise our overall cost because our margins are so low because it's such a competitive industry and people don't realize that. So if we ended up, you know, doing the whole like shoot the foam in there, put the tire in a box, wrap that box up into another box and then ship it out to where it's like bubble wrapped and everything. Well, each step of that's going to cost more and more. And that, 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 we can't absorb that. That has to go to the customer. Yeah. Not only that, I mean, talking about tires and wheels, there is a an additional charge that I just learned about not too long ago through FedEx with every tire and wheel assembly that we send out because it's not in a box. There's an additional, I want to say it's a $10 charge. So for the month of, what was it, March, I think we had a TWAs on sale and we shipped out close to 600 TWAs in one week times 10 is 6,000. Yeah. That's an additional $6,000 that we were charged because it's a loose product. So if we put it in a box and then we put it, your everything in foam, that box is going to be a specialty box, which is going to cost you another $10, which you're going to spend another $5 on tape. Yep. And you're going to spend another, Five minutes. So do we eat that or do we upgrade and eat even more? Yeah. So back to the subject at hand with these marketplaces, you know, that, that's, that's more of a shipping 
shipping frustrations episode. Um, So we're going to take a step back with us being in e-commerce. We're going to, we're going to tackle this in two sections. What are some of the pros of having a marketplace like Amazon versus not having Amazon? So Amazon created two features. Um, The first one is the FBA fulfilled by Amazon and it offers a great, it's a great option if you're a small e-commerce and you're wanting to be out in front of the customer, whether you're on a prime selection button or you're just, you know, you're able, they're able to fulfill the order from their warehouse. Because they actually put some advertising dollars behind FBA. Yeah. They do. Yeah, they Amazon takes care, takes care of that. They take care of the shipping. And with Amazon, the beauty of that, and it dives into a little bit of the shipping operational crap of it, but... Amazon pays for the shipping. Amazon has their own fleet of yep. uh, delivery service or, or trucks or vans that takes care of that. Now, so with FBA, you have to realize that FBA is not free. No, you have to pay. So it's. You have to get the labels. You have to get the codes. labels. You pay for the, the, the square footage that the pallet takes. You, you have to be within a certain parameter of square footages that you can't go over. Like we can't send them 20 axles like that. That's, no. but I mean, you can, but you, you're going to pay, pay an, for it. You're going to pay an additional handle for us fee. sending a crate of U bolt kits or hanger kits. That's something small, something that's easy to ship. There's not a lot of customization with, so you're not going to have yeah. errors on their end. These kind of things are great. So you're, 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 you're smaller, quick ship items that don't have options. Correct. So, but you have to do realize that you're going to pay for You're going to pay a premium for so that space. I think you lose with us. Or if I remember correctly, I think what we lost was 7% or 8% margin, which is not bad. No, but we also have that built in, Yeah, you know, cause our marketing, we have, a, we have a about percentage. 12%. So within that, we're still coming out on top a little bit. Because they're pushing those items. They're yeah. adding marketing budget for what we're paying them. It's kind of one of the perks of doing FBA. So what's another thing that Amazon has, with that being there, with us be, working with them and getting stuff put together, what is that? Uh, what's another thing that has been a perk? Um, there's another thing that they offer that we're not using currently. But it, it, I can't remember the name of it, but it's click to buy. Um, basically, you have, and it's uh, the Amazon button or the Prime button on your site. And you can either fulfill it from your location or fulfill it from Amazon location. But it's totally different from FBA. And um, it, gives it acts it, as a gateway or a purchasing yeah, process. It, it gives the, the buyer that comfort of it's Amazon. You know, Amazon's built that reputation to where if I order from Amazon, I'm gonna get taken care of. But I know, I know personally that I would rather st- like stay on a site. It's a good option, and it builds a little bit of trust, that consumer trust, which is important. But it does add another step to that 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 ordering process because then you get redirected to Amazon Mm-mm. to check out, and no, nope, it's all there. On your site, it's kind of like paying with PayPal. You just put in your info. Oh, so they're acting as a payment gateway. Yeah. Oh, dang. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah. It takes it. Good old Jeff Bezos. Yeah. 
making millions from A to Z. So, and I know we have a good deal of revenue that comes through Amazon, and we have axles, fenders, we have all of our kits, a lot of that stuff on Amazon that that, that we're getting steady sales from. So just as a marketplace in general, kind of like we have our Walmart and our eBay, we used to use, uh, we used to have a couple other sales channels that uh, like bigger like uh, tractor supply type chains. Yeah. Well, but we kind of pulled out of some of those because it wasn't really worth it. Really, yeah. But with Walmart, Am- Amazon, and eBay, we see a lot. So one of the things to cons- uh, keep in mind when you are if you are gonna join those e-com marketplaces is they have deadlines and Amazon used to be the biggest pain in the ass for me because it has to ship within a certain amount of days. I think it's like 12 hours or, or two days, two days, two it's days. Like, hey, they ordered, you need to ship it out five minutes ago. You so got to get it going. Here's the kicker. If they don't, they can order today, and if it doesn't give, and technically in two days it has to ship, but if Amazon holds that order and doesn't process it over to you, and then you're you're on the 12th hour. We get penalized for that. You get penalized. After so many, after so many marks, you get your product or your store gets booted off, and then you have to go back through the whole process again and put back on. Um, it's, but I do know that they can help, like, with Amazon, they can help trademark logos. They can help yeah. with, with with the branding side of your business so you can set up a storefront with them and get registered as, like, nobody else can use this because this is yours. Um, so there's plenty of great things that we've gotten from working with Amazon and some, some of these other marketplaces. Now here's the dark side of working with Amazon. What's been the biggest and I know we kind of talked about some of the shipping struggles and some of the bull that comes with that but what is the number one downfall that you have to watch out for when you start working with not necessarily just Amazon but other e-commerce marketplaces outside of your main hub like your website what is the biggest thing that you need to know and watch out for I mean the biggest thing you need to know or that I'd say to watch out for kind of touch base on a minute ago is just your deadlines um know your deadlines and make sure you're staying on top of those um like for us here we created a a whole fulfillment team just for amazon just for walmart because their their uh niche their key focus for the customers is is customer service priority you know they want to make sure they're getting taken care of so they're, they put a big or a big weight on your shoulders because you have to stay within those parameters. Um, also, everything, the one thing I'd watch out for is your A to Z claims. Um, a lot of times you, you get customers who order stuff, and then one of the biggest things, we had a customer order a 10,000-pound axle. He filed an A to Z claim. We got the axle back. It was his used axle. So you go I through that, that it, it's, we got our, I think we got our money back. I don't remember correctly, but you, you have to watch out for that stuff. When they follow A to Z claim, get all your details, all your information, cross your eyes, dot your, dot your eyes, cross your T's, get everything you can as far as information wise, and then go from there. Used to Amazon would provide uh, return labels or they would provide one return label. Now they're, making the customer or the vendor, if I'm correct, provide the return labels. 
or pray for anything after the that first one. But um, it's it's something that definitely needs to be thought about before you just dive in and want to be like other companies. Yeah, because if we did not have the manpower to dedicate a team to that. Because when we didn't have when we didn't have a dedicated fulfillment team, we would struggle with getting those done and out as soon as we had to. Yeah. Um, then on the flip side of that is making sure that, um, like Door, he's our Amazon ecom specialist dude that kicks ass and takes names. But he's having a, he's go, he goes in, make sure all the ASINs, all the SKUs, all the barcodes, Your all images, the descriptions, all that SEO. Right now we're working on all the A plus content. I got the templates made and we're about to start launching that. But there's so much on the back end to be successful because you can't just throw it up there with a brief description and expect to be be successful with it. You have to put the work behind it. You have to know what goes into it. And a lot of these companies that are smaller e-coms, e-com companies are saying, hey, I want to get on Amazon. And, and they're putting stuff on there and they're there's churning wheels, wasting money, wasting time because they have not put the effort into yeah. it to make sure that their listings are correct, that they have the SEO value there, that the keywords are there. Even if it is FBA, they might send it in, but not do the listings property and now properly. And now they're wasting money. Yeah. So it's definitely pre-planning to make sure that you have everything you need to get into that. Um, and this Going along those lines, you know, we're doing a lot on Walmart now, too. Yeah, I was going to say that. There, there's more than this the, the Amazon marketplace. You got Am- Amazon, uh, Walmart. Um, Walmart actually is very competitive with Amazon now. Um, they, I want to say they bought out Jet.com back in 16, and, you know, they began accelerating their e-commerce capabilities and expanding their online offerings. Um, you can... Hell, you can buy axles now, trailer axles, motors, freaking, hell, you name it, you can buy it on Walmart because it's basically the same thing that Amazon is doing. It's, I'm waiting for the day that Walmart does what Sam Sam Club Sam's Club does and, like, has, like, full-on, like, Ford F-150s and these dealerships, like, putting their stuff on Sam's Club through their, like, automotive program. I'm waiting for the day Walmart or Amazon does that. Yeah. And I, and I think Amazon does some of that stuff, but not as heavy. Um, but that's going to be the day. Yeah, go to walmart.com. Go pick up a Chevy, Chevy whatever, yeah. you know, and Silverado. One of, one of the cool things is that, you know, just like Amazon, Walmart's one of those places that a lot of your buyers trust. You know, and they've been here for, for ages. So you have that trust already. And with the customer. So that has that ease of mind when they're, they're purchasing through Walmart. Yeah. And there's um, a, and the, 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 the difference is the way Amazon it's, you know, even if a third party ships it out, you buy it on Amazon, it's considered fulfilled by Amazon. Whereas with Walmart, everything is third party beyond their stores when you go on Walmart. So if you buy something, it's, it's third party. And, and a lot of people are kind of iffy about that these days. Um, and you can, you know, you mentioned Timu earlier um, and AliExpress. Uh, you can find a lot of those things for a dollar or two higher on Walmart. And then you have them making that purchase and drop shipping it to you through that. And that's that's something that Walmart at the beginning really struggled with. Uh, but that's the same thing Jet.com struggled with. 
is the third party aspect of things. And they've gotten a lot better. I, um, I remember the first time I ordered something for, when Walmart went full, like Amazon style, horrible experience. Didn't get my product way too long. Yeah. Had and a fight for it. But nowadays it's like, well, it's like it's, Amazon before when they first started. I mean, you had that same, the same things you just said. Um, and what, what Walmart is doing, same thing that Amazon is, is expanding their their uh, warehouses, their fulfillment centers, um, creating more uh, places across the country to be able to provide that faster service, faster turnaround time. I do think one of the cooler things about Walmart over Amazon is Amazon has their like warehouse pickups and uh, their behind the gas station locker system that you can go like have something delivered to and pick up. Walmart, you can get anything on their site delivered to the store to pick up. And what town doesn't have at least a podunk closes at yeah. 10 o'clock Walmart like we do here? Um, they close at 11. Oh, I apologize. 11. Um, but you have that. That's one of the cooler functionalities of Walmart as a marketplace because let's say they live down a dirt road, backwoods, they need a trailer axle. Well, if it's hell and high water to get that a delivery truck down there, they can have it shipped to Walmart yeah. and go pick up an axle from Walmart. Whereas Amazon, well, their fulfillment centers, their their delivery lockers, you can't do that with. You could go to the where the, the actual warehouse and pick it up if you did that, but that might be a two hour drive. So it, it's just kind of cool to think about like the they're essentially the same model, but what they're doing differently. And they're they offer some of the same some of the same um what would you call it? Features or options or add-ons or whatever you want to call it. Um they offer three PL. So if you have or not three PL, like a FBA, uh, or I guess it would be F B W just pulled by Walmart. Um, where you can pre-box your stuff or send them your product already pre-boxed or, or labeled or whatnot and Walmart will fulfill it. So same thing with Amazon. So if the customer orders on site, you don't have to worry about your shipping. You don't have to worry about your market ad spend. You don't have to worry about you know, that because they're taking care of all that for you. All you got to do, like Kiefer said is. Hey, it's 10 o'clock. All you have to do is um, make sure your, your, your wording's right. Your SEOs and all that or whatnot. You said, yeah, and it's something to look at. If you are a small e-com business and you are trying to build out your your catalog and get it elsewhere on the internet, having a third-party marketplace like Amazon or Walmart or, you know, we, we do a lot through eBay. eBay is still one of those kind of weird sites where it's hit or miss. I still don't trust buying from eBay, but... I, I've bought a few things over my lifetime from eBay, but that's like last case scenario. And I don't want to go to some sketchy Chinese site. You know, I'd rather, all right, let's see if this works. Buy but, from a sketchy Chinese site through eBay. Yeah, pretty much. But eBay, like their customer service has always been phenomenal. You know, they, that's one of the things with eBay. Um, but overall, like getting your company seen by other people in different ways is very important. And having that extra marketplace, if you've done your research 
and you have the support system to be able to handle, you know, the, the fulfillment, the, the listing of the products and everything, being able to do that. It's a really good thing for your business. And I think the pros outweigh the cons by leaps and bounds. But now, um, yeah, that's all I got. Well, thank you, Jeff Bezos, for making this uh, episode possible. Uh, if you want to sponsor us, hey, cool. Oh, bye for Or just a ride on the rocket ship. One of the two. I don't know if my wife would let me do that. Or, I mean, a Lambo. You can wrap Amazon on it. I don't care. I'll drive it around. Let's go. We'll full send that. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's all I got. Thank you. And if you haven't uh, hit the subscribe button, go ahead and hit the subscribe, follow button, hit that notification button. That way, every time we drop a new episode, you'll get notified. And uh, don't forget to check women in the trailer industry. Um, uh, we will be at NATDA this year and we will have the, the podcast booth set up. So if you are going to be there, uh, there'll be a link in the description that you can book us a, a time slot. Uh, if you'd rather be on women in the trailer industry, you can use that same link and schedule a session with them or us. And uh, don't we'll overthink it though, because uh, for for the listeners, don't overthink it. Don't think that we're going to be drilling you down with questions. This is just more of a meet and greet. Let the audience get to know who y'all are, how you got to where you're at. Um, what's new coming out this year in what your industry? What do people need to know? Yeah. And why do people need to know it? Tell us about you. It's a time to get to know you, have your face exposed to the industry and your business and, you know, share your brand with the world is really what it is. Yeah. So, I mean, if you have any questions about it, just reach out to Kiefer, myself, Lacey, or Caitlin, and uh, we'll gladly answer those questions. But yeah. All right. We'll see you on the next one.